This is Under the Hood, a Toyota Policy Drivers podcast where we take a look under the hood of policies and politics that drive our nation and the auto industry. I'm your host, Donna Rudy, coming to you from Washington, D.C. For this episode, our guest hosts are Jamie Boone, Director of Technology and Innovation Policy, and Rebecca Steele, Director of Emerging Technologies Policy. Both work on technology issues, including cybersecurity and privacy in Toyota's Washington, D.C. office. Welcome to Under the Hood. Thanks for having us, Donna. Thanks for having us. So we know that cybersecurity and privacy go hand in hand. And you can't have privacy without cybersecurity, although you can have security without privacy. And at Toyota, respect for people and our commitment to quality and safety means that we respect and protect both our customers' security and their privacy. Today, we're joined by Zach Hicks, the CEO of Toyota Connected, an executive vice president and chief digital officer at Toyota Motor North America, to discuss how Toyota manages these two really big issues, cybersecurity and privacy. Welcome, Zach. Thank you. Zach, really quick, for our listeners who may not be familiar, what is your role in protecting our customers' privacy and security? So Toyota's goal is really to be a world-class leader in secure mobility. And what do I mean by that? Well, it just means that we're, we're committed to creating environments and solutions for our customers, our suppliers, our team members, partners, and products. And this includes our, our corporate and customer systems and applications, even our vehicles and other forms of mobility all supported by robust security and privacy policy practices and automation. Uh, I'll also share that we have an amazing team. We have a world-class cybersecurity team that are helping us stay safe and keeping our customers' information and privacy safe as well. Let's first talk about cybersecurity. You can't hear the word cybersecurity these days and not think about ransomware. Ransomware attacks have been on the rise. They've captured headlines, you know, the attention of policymakers here in Washington, D.C., And cybersecurity is important not only for protecting our individual vehicles, but as we've witnessed lately, entire ecosystems. Zach, how is Toyota handling this onslaught of ransomware? And what should policy drivers know about cybersecurity at Toyota? I think it might be helpful to kind of put some perspective to kind of share some stats with you on what our teams are doing on a daily basis to keep everyone safe. So, for example, on any given month, we get about 300,000 generic phishing attempts. And of those, 4,300 of those are very targeted or also known as spear phishing. We get about 6,500 attacks directly on laptops and our mobile devices while working on our home networks or on or traveling. We get about 250 malware alerts from programs actually on our laptops and servers. And about 1,400 of our team members' accounts are attacked, which is really represented by attackers trying to log in, in as them. And we find about, on average, 10 critical flaws in our applications each month. And those are applications that we buy that are commercially available applications as well. Of all of that, about two accounts or two computers every single month are successfully compromised. And average time to detect that, since we have such a great team, they can detect that in under 40 minutes. And within 20 minutes, they'll have that diagnosed and contained. And on average, we get about one dealer and one supplier that are hit by that ransomware per week for the past six months. And our team will go in and help them try to remediate it. And at that same time, we're also working across many Toyota companies, our OEM peers, suppliers, dealers, and governments globally to raise cybersecurity standards and share near real-time threat intelligence information. So without a doubt, strong cybersecurity, it really takes a village of strong partnerships to be effective. Absolutely. And I so often tell lawmakers that cybersecurity is a team sport. 
and that we're only as secure as our weakest link. And it sounds like we're really trying to be team players in the space of Toyota and helping our dealers and our suppliers and even other OEMs in certain cases. Um, So in the spirit of team sport here, what can policymakers do to help protect cybersecurity um, at Toyota and in the automotive ecosystem? As we look into the root cause of these attacks, it's, it's Toyota's government affairs team that plays a critical role in helping us to encourage the U.S. government to help strengthen the auto industry cybersecurity posture. And this includes asking the U.S. government to deter these attackers through prosecution and defending against these attacks through assistance from national security resources. And as you said, it's, it's a team sport. So it really takes us all coming together to address these risks. Thanks, Zach. Is there anything else you want to share with policy drivers on cyber before we turn to the other critical topic today of privacy? Well, I, I think it takes all of us uh, being safe. Most attacks that companies experience are through employees clicking on, on malware, where they, once you've clicked on, now they can uh, track your keystrokes and they can get your credentials to sign in as you. And, and oftentimes what we're seeing in the press, these, these big attacks, that's how the bad guys are getting in. So we can create a strong wall and try to protect our applications from the inside out. But it's really how, how we as team members within Toyota um, safeguard our information, safeguard our, our laptops and our applications. Uh, that's a huge step forward. So if we're all on the defense, uh, we, can, we stand a much better chance of, of, of staying strong against the bad guys. Zach, I love how you talked about building in trust when we're talking about security. Um, as we mentioned at the beginning, security and privacy go hand in hand. Toyota has a longstanding commitment to our customers' privacy. Um, we were an original author and signer of the auto uh, industry privacy principles. We've taken that commitment even further now with the launch of the new privacy portal, uh, putting customers squarely in control of their data. So just talk a little bit more about that new product and why, why that's so important for us. Yeah, within Toyota, we believe that we can be a leader in privacy. And I'm really proud of what you just mentioned, the auto ISAC, that we were one of the founding members and that our head of cybersecurity, Josh Davis, is the vice chairman of that as we, as we speak. So we, we've got an amazing team and we've leaned in to help drive the privacy principles, meaning that prior to the privacy principles group being formed, it was unclear about what was how to treat customer data as it relates to the auto industry. And so we're helping to define that. But Twitter wants to go even a step further. We think we can be a leader in this space. And by being a leader in privacy and sharing that with our consumers, we'll build even stronger trust. You know, the, the data, data privacy principle um, portal provides Toyota and Lexus vehicle owners with transparent and an intuitive way to view their connected service data consents. They can find the detailed information about the associated data enabled connected services and make informed decisions regarding that. So in, in, in other words, is in our one app, our customers can now go in and say which services they want to sign up for. And by doing that, they'll see which data we're collecting and how we're using that data. And at any point, if they want to opt out of it, they can. So unlike a lot of our other privacy experience that we have in our lives, whether you're using uh, public email like Gmail or, or, or other types of uh, free email accounts, you may just kind of opt in. It's kind of like one general consent. But we're taking our customers down to a, a more granular level, um, allowing them to say, hey, I want to opt in for, let's say, security uh, data. So if I get in an accident, I want you to have access to my location um, and other information so you can send it to a, a 911 responder. But I don't want you to have access to maybe other types of information, maybe my driving patterns. So we want to put the customer in control 
And we want to make it easy for them to opt in or opt out of those services. And if they do opt in, we want to show them how we're using that data. You know, I think that's something that we should also talk about as it relates to uh, data privacy is that many of us are, are used to using, uh, I'm using air quotes around free uh, internet services like Facebook or, or Instagram uh, or Gmail or Google services. But your, your data, as you know, is being sold to other companies. But when a customer buys an expensive vehicle or, or any vehicle, they expect that, hey, I've, I've paid for a service. I don't expect you to be selling my data. So we've taken the approach that we only want to uh, use the data with other companies if there's a need. So the first example I gave you is, is if you're in an accident um, and we want to send a 911 responder, we need to know exactly where you're located um, and maybe other information about the vehicle, maybe how fast it was traveling. So that way the, the responders can be better prepared for that. So if you opt into that, we'll send that information to, to those providers. But at the other end of that spectrum is your opportunity to share your data to your own benefit as a customer. And the example I can share there is if you want lower uh, insurance based on how you drive, we call that use-based insurance, um, you may opt into those services. And then on your behalf, we will share your driving data with your insurance provider. And at any time, you can opt in or opt out of that service. And, and you will be able to get a lower uh, insurance rate based on, on how well you drive. And that's a win-win for Toyota. So it's really about making sure that the data we're using for customers is directly to their benefit. It's not about us. It's about them and, and what they want and what services we can provide them. That's right. So at the end of the day, privacy is not one size fits all. People have different, different needs. Definitely not. I think it's going to be up to each person. And that's where, where Toyota and Lexus wins by putting the customers in control of that. You know, we also have to think about the whole infrastructure. So when we're, when we're building cybersecurity into our vehicles, we also have to think about how it connects to the networks and the other services that it's connected to. Both on the private and public wireless networks are used to receive data transmitted from our, from our vehicles. And if it's on a public network, then that data is encrypted. And additionally, if consumer vehicles are designed only to respond to commands from the driver and any authorized user from uh, TMC, and only for those features that we provide, such as door lock or unlock, remote engine start, and, and vehicle location. So you may have read about some of our uh, competitors a few years ago that were experiencing some hacks remotely. And that was because that vehicle was responding to a message that came from other than uh, the official company. Um, and we've built that type of security into our vehicles to, doesn't matter where the, the command comes from, we only respond back to those that we can verify came from the vehicle and the customer and can be assured that it's, that it's only going back to, to where it came from. Uh, so having that kind of closed loop, um, it may have taken us a little bit longer to develop some of these services, but we've built a, a stronger and more robust system. Seems like trust goes many ways. There's the trust that our customers place in us, and we're also making sure that the vehicles that they're in only trust very specific commands from the environment so that we can help protect customers' safety, our vehicles, and their data that's on the road. Well said. That That's exactly right. And so building into our that trust into our systems and trying to have more of a kind of a closed, trusted loop, it helps us maintain that level of security and privacy for our customers. And I love how you how you call it secure mobility, right? Because Toyota is so focused on on being a mobility company and providing mobility for all. Um, but the the that goes hand in hand with making sure that that we're providing security and privacy with those systems. I appreciate you all taking an interest in, in cybersecurity and, and it's such a great opportunity for us all to make a difference. 
um, in, in all that we're doing. And as we move into a mobility company, more and more does cybersecurity step into the forefront of everything we do. So uh, again, it takes a village and we appreciate all of your help and engagement. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it, you sound so laser focused on, on making sure that Toyota is really leading the way on cybersecurity and on privacy. So we just, we appreciate you taking the time to, to chat with us today and your partnership. That's all for now, policy drivers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Toyota Policy to get caught up on the latest news on the Hill and to keep the conversation going. See you on our next episode of Under the Hood, a Toyota Policy Drivers podcast.